sometimes that's the only pleasure we're getting because we lead these really tight lives like we painted ourselves into a a, a corner where there is no joy and perhaps that food was the only thing that was giving us joy this is katie gordon and you're listening to the wait is over podcast Welcome health and freedom seekers. Sit back and relax as you come on this journey of overcoming obstacles so you can lose weight, gain health and live the life you've been looking for. Hello listeners and welcome to this week's show. I'm your host Katie Gordon and the wait is over with Dietless Living 360 Degrees. There's no recipes, food regimes or exercise programs to follow. This is simply about how to take your life back, how to take control, because we all have a voice and we want to be heard. We want to forget about dieting, focus on living and lose weight. And to do that, we need to create a new mindset, a mindset that gets us over the obstacles and challenges of life and our own unconscious programs, because it's really what's impacting on our weight and health and causing habit relapse. And the purpose of this podcast is to share with you what I learned over 25 years in dieting hell and spending over $100,000 working out how to step into dietless living. And this week we're talking about overcoming that weight loss obstacle of our feelings. So why do we keep eating the foods that are keeping us fat? I often ask myself that question. Why the hell are you eating this, Katie? This is what's keeping you fat. This is what you know you need to give up. So why are you eating it? Well, we eat the foods that we eat to do a number of things, right? We're either eating it to soothe ourselves, to quieten down our internal chatter, you know, that voice in our head. We do it simply because we've developed a habit of doing it at certain times of the day, at certain uh, points where we feel certain ways. We do it because it tastes good, that it gives us a moment of joy or pleasure, even though it's only for a moment. You know that old saying, a moment of joy on the lips and a lifetime on the hips, something like that. I'm not sure, but you know what I mean. We just, it's only a momentary pleasure, but we keep eating it. We also eat the foods that are keeping us fat because it takes the edge off of stress and grief and pain and sadness and and dread or whatever the emotion or emotions are that we've trained ourselves to resolve with food and beverages. But then we go on a diet. Eek, you can see where I'm going with this, can't you? So what happens now? Now that we're not able to soothe our emotional self with food or beverages, now we're not able to shut that voice up in our head by eating something, now that we're not giving ourselves that that moment of pleasure from whatever the food is that we were eating, You know, and sometimes that's the only pleasure we're getting because we lead these really tight lives, like we painted ourselves into a a, a corner where there is no joy and perhaps that food was the only thing that was giving us joy. And what are we doing if we're not using food to salve 
our uncomfortable feelings? And more importantly, what are we doing if we're not using food to take the edge off of that pressure cooker that is tightening in our chest that is our stress? And on top of all of that, we've still got the body's desire to follow the habit that we've trained it to do. And where it's still driving us towards food that are keeping us fat, but we're on a diet and we're going, no, I need to be over here. You please stop doing that. I think I've mentioned that in another podcast where we we just want to say no to ourselves and that simply be the end of the conversation. But that's not how it works, is it? And we all know that because we've all struggled to try and give this up. And this is actually why... 12-week challenges are so popular because we feel that we can manage all of this discomfort for 12 weeks. But we all know what happens at the end of the 12 weeks. We have a habit relapse either gradually or instantly in some cases for me. Boom, the 12 weeks is over. I am done. I'm like a locust on a wheat field and all that hard work is just lost. But really, it just doesn't matter what weight loss program we're on. If it's putting restrictions on any of those outlets for our emotional salvation, we're going to run into trouble. This is a big obstacle for us. And this is a really huge one for why we habit relapse, because we have to learn to do things differently. And for me, whenever I went on a diet, you know, when I start restricting my food and I wasn't using food to take care of my emotional states or soothe myself or release my stress, my retail therapy went through the roof. And I tell you, thankfully, that was before the time of online shopping or it would have just been devastating. There was also more tantrums, outbursts, crying. There was a lot of stress sleeping, which meant I was sleeping my life away. I was just getting home from work, exhausted, trying to manage the emotional state. And yet the point of going on a diet and losing weight is to have more energy. And yet it was giving me the actual opposite because the stress was making me sleepy. That's how I deal with stress is I go to sleep. But on the upside of all of that, because my anxiety would still be through the roof, my stress levels, I became a cleaning freak. So I would have the cleanest house whenever I was on a diet. You know, the cupboards would be cleaned out, the wardrobes, everything would be spick and span, walls, cupboard doors, you name it, I cleaned it. But it's a really unhealthy approach to losing weight. And seriously, I I really do remember this one time I paid a lot of money to go to a weight loss company, have a consultant that I saw every week. And, you know, I'd come in there, do the weigh-in, get your measure. And one week I was sitting there across from this girl. She's lovely, but she was having her own struggles with weight as well. So she was on the program. And I was sitting across from her. I'd had a diabolical week at work. I'd just gotten off the scales that told the very unhappy story of my life, another weight gain, not a weight loss. And I was literally crying and saying, I'm just so stressed at work. I'm really doing my very, 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 very best to stick to the eating program, to what I'm supposed to eat. But I keep falling off the wagon because my stress is so palpable 
and my hours are so stupid. And, you know, all she could say in absolute empathy as well, you know, she she totally understood, but all she could offer was, well, you know, better luck next week. And it was so crushing to me just to hear that what I needed was strategy. What I needed was somebody to explain to me what was happening, why I my stress was through the roof, while you're on a diet, how to manage yourself through that, what can you do? And the reality was it wasn't until I changed the way that I thought, felt and dealt with life that I was actually able to achieve the forever weight loss result that I'd been searching for. Because changing how we think, feel and deal with life is actually what leads us to being able to make changes to how we live our life, our lifestyle choices. And that's what ultimately leads to our weight loss, health and happiness. Because to create change, we do literally have to make change to ourselves, not just to our food, but to ourselves. We think we can, you know, continue to live our life exactly the same way that we've been living it and ditch the weight forever. But that is just so far from the truth. There's so much more to weight loss than food and exercise and even mindset, right? Because we need actual success strategies and tools and techniques that we have in our toolbox to be able to overcome all of the weight loss obstacles that we have. And there's so many weight loss obstacles. I never understood exactly what they were. I just thought my my weight loss obstacle is what I'm putting in my mouth. But there's just so much more to it. But to help you with today, with your feelings... And when you're adjusting your food and making your way forward into more healthy eating, there's a few things you can do. So step one is just simply make a list of the top five obstacles that you have. Maybe it's the number of hours that you work. That was always a huge one for me, the number of hours that I was working every week. Maybe you're trying to parent like you don't work and maybe you're trying to work like you're not a parent, you know, putting unrealistic expectations on yourself. Are you exhausted with no energy left to exercise? Is it that your life is just so nuts that you haven't got time to prepare your food and you're constantly outsourcing that to someone else and that's really what's keeping us overweight? Maybe you're coming home and crashing on the couch every night and then just grazing your way through till bedtime. Maybe you have a spouse or partner who would feel threatened if you uh, lost the weight and looked great. This is actually a real thing. Partners suddenly notice that their wives or husbands are losing weight and they start to fill the fridge with things that are really tempting to them. Is it simply that you have no time to rest or take a day off from the chores and responsibilities of your life? Whatever it is, list out your top five obstacles to losing weight. Step two is simply write two strategies out for overcoming each one of those obstacles. And step three is start implementing those strategies every day. Step four is track your progress. It's your life your health. You want to be involved in how all of this turns out. 
So thank you for watching or listening today. If you want more help with this, simply book in for a private session and let's just get it done this week because life is for living and an ounce of adjustment is always easier to implement than 20 pound of change. It's time to enjoy the life you've been looking for.